What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of God and Government. I'm your host, Seward Amaton, and with me, as always, is the pastor, Brandon Neely, from Christ Church in the big city of Lafayette. Glad to be here. Good times, good times. Today we're going to continue talking through, if you tuned in last time, um, we're going to continue to talk through Romans chapter 13. Last week we just did a couple of verses, first two verses. That's right. And uh, if you'd like to find it, you can look on our archives under the title, Do You Have to Obey the President? <laughs> and we got to, we fleshed it out pretty well, I felt like. I felt I like it was a good. clickbait title. It worked. That's it, definitely clickbaity. Yeah, but it's really an exposition and application of Romans chapter 13, verses 1 and 2. That's right. Today we're going to pick up on verse 3. Um, the role, more of the role of what the, the magistrate is, according to the Bible, what they should be doing. And uh, talk about that a little bit more. So where, where, are we, where are we kicking it off today, Pastor B? Well, we are going to... I'm going to call you Pastor B now. No, thank you. <laughs> and I see your ears are still stopped up this week. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me to hear. It's going to be okay, though. We're going to well, make it. We're going to get through verse 3, at least, for this one podcast. Okay. We'll do a second podcast on verse 4. Uh, all right. So let's, this may be a short one. It may not be. Let's roll. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. read it for us, verse 3? All right, here we go. Romans 13, starting in verse 3, it says, For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear for the, of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. All right, that's good. Now listen to these statements. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. They are a terror to bad conduct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you have no fear of the one who's in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. Now, is the Apostle Paul confused? I have a lot of thoughts on this. Like, Nero's in charge <laughs> when he writes this. Right, right. Jesus... Christians are being burned at the stake to light his garden. I wouldn't call that approved. Right. Jesus or good. is crucified. That's not approval. Right. That's condemnation. Right, so right. Is, is Paul confused? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, what are we to make of this? Uh, Hmm. Well, I, I will just say this. In the context of the book of Romans, mm-hmm. chapters 1 through 11 lay out the breadth and the depth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Justification by grace, through faith. Gospel goal of discipling the nations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then in chapter 12, he gives the application of that. He says, I beseech ye, therefore, brethren, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy, acceptable unto the Lord. And he goes on to explain how we as members of the church might uh, use our gifts to promote the unity and harmony and to do good to others within the church. Mm-hmm. But then he moves into chapter 13 and he talks about how Christians are to live within civil society at large. Mm-hmm. I would submit to you that he is explaining how a Christian ruler might offer up his rule as a living sacrifice to the Lord. Mm. I would submit to you that what he is talking about here is not the reality, but the ideal. Okay, okay, okay. If he's talking about the actual reality, then he is confused. Right. Because in his day, and very often in our day as well, rulers are a terror to good conduct, Mm -hmm. and are not a terror to bad. Right. Now, this is not totally true. Every civil government suppresses the truth and unrighteousness, but they don't suppress the truth totally. 
there is uh, even Nero punished murderers and thieves. Mm-hmm. He wasn't um, completely suppressing the truth and unrighteousness, mm-hmm. although he was worse than most. Right. Our government as well, to some degree, is a terror to bad and approves of good. Right. But by and large, they do the opposite. Correct. Well, and we can take a look at the the easiest thing that we can look at is the genocide of abortion. Yeah, for sure. Obviously not good. They are a terror and they're for innocent infants. Hell bent on maintaining it. So like the example would be right now the Texas heartbeat bill that just passed. Which is very similar to everything else, except uh, this particular Texas heartbeat bill now offers people the ability to sue those who were a part of the murder of a baby, who were the part of abortion, up to, I think, $10,000 a person, something like that. And so now that that's happened, we see on a federal level from the Biden administration, they're putting everything they can to stop that bill from going through. Wow. That's not good. Well, the bill's already gone through. They're trying to shut it down through alternate means. That's good work. And they are not approving of good conduct. They are terrorizing good conduct. That's right. Literally murdering and advocating for it to be done. Yeah. Is Paul um, speaking about modern-day communist China? That they are a terror to good conduct, right? Right. Are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad? No, of course not. Mm -hmm. Is he speaking about first-century Israel that crucified the Lord and persecuted the church? Mm -hmm. Is he speaking about Rome? No, he is not saying that rulers, period, are terrors to bad conduct and approve good, period, always, therefore, submit to them in all things. Mm-hmm. Don't question. No. He's this setting up the, the ideal. ideal. He's this saying, ideal. yeah, that, that makes a lot more sense whenever you read it. I, you know, whenever I was first a Christian and got saved when I was like 18 years old, this was already always a little troubling for me because I was like, but are they? Right. How does this, this is work the purpose out? of civil rule. They are, they are supposed to be this way. This is God's intention. This is why you must be careful not to disobey them, especially when they are in line with God's purposes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what is, and here look, we'll move on to this next thing. I, I, I think this is very important. If they, are, if they are to be a terror to bad conduct mm-hmm. and they are to approve of that which is good, who is to determine what is good and bad? See, this is a moral judgment. That's actually that's a very important question to think through. I like that you put that in the notes. Okay. Because <laughs> we you don't get to say well just the general good that's good out there as it is um, perceived by society at large. Sure. The common good. Yeah, like abortion is right now. Wait. Yeah. Women's health care. Right. Right. See, in a socialistic worldview, in a secularistic worldview, humanistic worldview, right and wrong, good and bad, are determined not by God, but determined by man. Now, in a civil majority, or or the autonomous anarchist individual Mm -hmm. that you know you're not going to tell me what to do, Mm -hmm. or by the collective will of man. Mm -hmm. You know, and that is, um, we have both of those secular religions, uh, both of which are a pagan idea that man determines what is good. And bad. That's literally the problem in the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. Eve and Adam take of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That is, they take on the sovereign right to determine good and evil for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's the heart of humanism. It's the heart of idolatry. Right. It's the elevating of man to the status of lawgiver. Right. So if we are to determine good and bad by the settled science, mm-hmm. by the orthodoxy of the uh, media by the, quote, uh, majority or, quote, collective will of the people, mm-hmm. then we will be tyrannized by that very same collective will of the people. 
I would submit to you that the religion, the primary religion, the primary idolatrous religion of our nation is that of secular statism, mm -hmm. and that its discipleship programs, such as government schools, are designed to teach children to be conformed into the image of the collective will. Mm -hmm. That that is what is just, and that is what is good. Mm -hmm. For those who resist the will of the people, quote unquote, who resist the will of the collective people, mm -hmm. they are seen as being insurrectionist. Mm -hmm. They are seen as being revolutionary. They are seen as being um, intolerant or evil or mm -hmm. bad, and that the state determining good and evil for itself by the collective will of the people, which is, of course, manipulated by the media and by the powerful, the right. state uses its guns to terrorize those who do good, according to God's law, and to condone those who do bad, according to God's law. We have a battle now right. between lawgivers and laws. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have a battle between religions. We have a war between cultures. Now, we know as Christians that it is God who has ordained civil rulers, who has instituted the uh, authority of civil rulers, and that he is the one, as the lawgiver, who determines good and bad. Mm -hmm. And he has revealed good and bad in the Bible. Right, right. He has revealed good and bad in their consciences as well, but they suppress the truth and unrighteousness. He has revealed good and bad in nature as well. Mm -hmm. Of course, that is a restatement of what is written in Scripture, but that is um, condemned or that is suppressed in unrighteousness as well. But God determines what is good and bad, and civil rulers, ministers of Christ, deacons of Christ, are to terrorize bad conduct and approve good conduct. That's the standard. That's the standard. That's the ideal. Mm-hmm. That's the way it should be working. Yeah, that's 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 very helpful. So we're talking about this is this is the way it ought to be designed by God based on God's standards of what is good and bad, not the simple collective, not the individual. That's right. Got it. That's right. Exactly. Now, the preacher who is the uh, herald of God's word, I would say, he is supposed to preach to the ministers of the state and to teach them what God's law says. He is to disciple the nations, teaching them to observe all that Jesus Christ commanded. Mm -hmm. He is to remind them to remember the law of Christ and to be faithful to his new covenant terms and conditions. Mm -hmm. He is supposed to remind them this is good, this is bad. The church doesn't have the sword. The church has the word of God. Right. And the church is supposed to proclaim to the state what is good and bad according to God's law. Right. The church is not supposed to echo what is good and bad according to the collectivist will or the autonomous individual, or the, quote, common good as determined by um, lawless men. The church was supposed to preach the Bible right. to right. the civil rulers. And the civil rulers, if they are going to offer up their service as a sacrifice to the Lord in response to his glorious gospel, right. they will terrorize bad and they will approve good. Right. Not, right there. not be ruled by civil majority. No, or, or by whatever, whatever lawgiver they would like to uh, worship. They hold to God's standard. Amen. Now, let's go on to the next point here that we see. We see here that the government is given jurisdiction to do two things. Okay. As it pertains to the bad, they have uh, been given jurisdiction to terrorize the mm. bad. Okay. In other passages, we, we know that they are given the sword right. to punish evildoers. Right. Now, do they have the right to preemptively strike? Do they have the right to... I feel like I saw that in an Avengers movie at one point. Right. <laughs> the old Minority Report with Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's right. Do they have the right to socially engineer the people 
to engineer society in such a way so as to prevent any possible evil from taking place? Do they have the right to regulate and to mandate preemptively just in case some evil might take place? Well, obviously not. No, they do not have the because right. It, they it, only it, have the right to terrorize those who do evil. And we know from other scriptures that have been proven guilty by due process, mm -hmm. two or three witnesses, right, right. the chance to make a defense with the right to remain silent, mm -hmm. all of these various biblical principles given to those who are prosecuted, mm -hmm. but the state does not have the right to preemptively stop all evil from potentially happening. Right, right. Moreover, the state is not capable of doing that. Right. It's not omnipresent or omnipotent. Mm -hmm. And the more we um, desire and need from the messianic state, the more we demand that they stop any and all bad from potentially happening, the more we will give up our, our freedom, right. our rights. And when you have a government that is not terrorizing the evil, but is actually terrorizing the good, and you give them the freedom, and you give them the license to preemptively stop the good from taking place, you can see how a nation can so quickly lose its freedoms. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The state is um, playing Messiah. The state is playing a prevenient grace mm -hmm. and going out trying to restrain anything that might happen. No, they are supposed to punish evildoers once they have been convicted of evil, mm -hmm. not regulate, over-regulate, right. save and protect and keep everyone from any potential harm happening to them. Right. Right. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. I do. I do. Right. Now this does not, we should say also though, that doesn't, like you were talking about before, we teach the law of God to everyone they with the hopes the that they obey it. When someone violates the law of God as it pertains to the civil realm, mm -hmm. the state is supposed to punish them. That's right. They're not supposed to go around monitoring our thoughts. Right. There's to be no thought police. Right. They're not supposed to be doing sting operations where they lie in wait, um, enabling and trying to catch us from doing evil. We're supposed to be assumed innocent mm -hmm. until proven by court of law, due process, guilty. They're not supposed to profile people and think of them as evil before they are good. They're not supposed to strip search and search and naked scan as the TSA does. <laughs> you see, right. When you hand over to the messianic state a, a, the desire to have a... a a peaceful and harmonious shalom-like society, Yeah, you lose your own freedoms. Yep. They're supposed to punish evil. That's their job. Mm -hmm. Now, how much tax money do you need to punish evildoers? Not much. Not as much. No. I wouldn't say you need 50% of everyone's income or anything like that. Right. Do you need a tax food to do that? I mean, nope. Do you need a tax building construction? Do you need a tax it coming in and going out? No, you don't need that much money mm -hmm. to punish evildoers. Mm -hmm. Now, how much money do you need to on and on and on prevent all manner of difficulty and pain and evil from taking place in a society well you would need all of it <laughs> and more right even if they took 100 percent mm -hmm. even if they were able to collect on all that they say is theirs they still would not be able to stop us from having to square off with evil ourselves mm -hmm. having to deal with suffering and pain Right. See what I mean? Right. Are we all good on the recording? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Good. I see you fidgeting with things over there. I'm just making sure we You're sound right. <laughs> I, think, I think we sound great. Hopefully. Hopefully. I if guess not, we'll, we'll just out. record all of this over again. 
<laughs> it's hard to, you know, lightning doesn't strike twice though. That's true. When you have this much chemistry. You got to make sure that happening. you got to capture it. You got to go right there, right there, and then. That's right. Yeah. But look what else. Look, we got one last point here in this chapter. What do they? What are they permitted to do as it pertains to good conduct? You can see it as the very last word of verse three. Approve. Hmm. Commendations. Yeah. Awards. Way to go. Good job, you. Way to go, guys. Way, way to be a productive citizen and yeah. do your job. That's right. It's nice. They like don't it. authorize, God doesn't authorize them to go beyond these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are supposed to um, leave you alone, <laughs> give you a solid thumbs up when you're doing good. Right. And say peace out. And when you are convicted of evil, they are to punish you. Mm-hmm. That's what they're supposed to be doing. That's their mandate. Mm-hmm. He doesn't authorize, God doesn't authorize all the millions and billions of safety regulations and governments trying to prevent injustice through adding law after law after law after law. Right. Right. He approves and he terrorizes. terrorizes. That's what he's supposed to do. I got it. So the ideal situation is to be based on God's standards, admonishing or approving of what is done. You terrorize evil. Thumbs up. You keep you keep doing it. Like we're not funding you. Right. Okay? Right. We're we're not boosting you. We're not uh, subsidizing you. Mm-hmm. We're not enabling you to do the good works which God has ordained for you to do. We're simply commending you. Way to go. Thumbs up. Here's a plaque. Maybe. <laughs> what we're actually supposed to be doing is punishing evildoers once they've actually committed evil. Right. So much simpler. But when the... So much simpler. When our nation worships the state, which is the primary bail of our culture... Right. You have a state who is going... He's trying to create good in his own eyes Mm. and trying to prevent evil in their own eyes. Right. Not according to the standards of God. We have there the making of tyranny. That's right. That's right. Hmm. So what do you think about, just to chop it up a little bit, what do you think about all of these parents... At the school board meetings, ranting and raving, frustrated that the school boards are enforcing mask mandates and vaccine mandates on all of these little children. You know, they, they're not allowed to go to recess anymore. What? Yeah, no more recess. I did not know that that happened. Safety. I thought outside was safe. No, 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 no. Outside is not safe. Nothing is safe. <laughs> I thought the whole point was outside you could do what you wanted. No, what we need is a law. To keep us safe, to keep all of our little children safe. And now all these uh, parents are just freaking out in the school board rooms. And, you know, they, they have a decent arguments, but there's a little bit of a problem, isn't there? Sure. Well, they're running to the state. To fix the problems with the... School. School. The state. <laughs> Which is run by the state. <laughs> with money stolen by the state. State, that's right. From your neighbors. That's right, yeah. No, you gotta get. you got to go deeper than this. Right. You gotta take responsibility for the education of your kids yourself. You gotta there take responsibility. It. You can't put lipstick on a pig. Right. And call it beautiful. That's right. It's fundamentally flawed. It's designed to conform kids into the image of the state, mm-hmm. into the image of the collectivist will. That's right. They're Amen. going to do whatever the collectivist will says that you should be doing right now to receive your funding, your neighbor's money. Ugh. You have to take responsibility for the education of your own kid. Mm-hmm. And pull them out. It's your job. You don't need them to do good anymore. That's right. You don't need them to educate. Well, look at child. what COVID proved. COVID proved 
by and large, that the vast majority of Americans could work from home and still make a livable wage and teach their children at home without the sure. aiding of the state. Yeah. They, they could do it themselves. Return to the Lord and he will return to you. I've seen a ton of families who have pulled their kids out of school. They're just like, oh, that worked. We got now, this. Now their kids are home. Done. Boom. Problem There's churches out there that are able to give scholarships to those who are poor right. and who offer education for Christians. There's some churches out there that offer education for non-Christians. Mm-hmm. And they won't be using your neighbor's money to fund it. Right. You see, is the government mandated by God, given jurisdiction by God, to do health care, to do education? No. No. That's, that's the parents' job. Be doing. Parents' job is to educate their children. The parents are the ministers of education, aka discipleship of children. That's right. If you turn to the state to do more than just approve of good works mm-hmm. and make them do all the good works, mm-hmm. they are going to tax you out of the nose for it. Mm-hmm. They're going to remove your freedoms, perhaps even remove your children. That's right. That's right. So we have to say we're going to educate our children. We are the ministers of discipleship, the ministers of education. We have been given that jurisdiction from God. We'd appreciate your thumbs up. We appreciate you to not terrorize (laughs) us, leave us alone. But that's all we need. We don't need your money. We don't need your experts. We don't need your lab coats and your PhDs. Mm -hmm. What do you know about education of children? You chop children up and sell them for money. Right. What do you know about educating children? We're not giving our children over to the bail anymore. Mm-hmm. Molech will have our kids back. <laughs> Thanks. And then you won't be in those school board meetings looking like a fool. Right. Right. That's exactly right. Take responsibility for the You can go thing. to those school board meetings and cut yourself and dance around in a big circle. But hey, look, your God is on lunch break. Mm. And they don't do email. <laughs> and you better mask up if you want to talk to them. That's right. Bureaucrats right. don't bureaucrats don't care about your cutting their yourselves and dancing around and protesting. That's right. No, no, no. They are doing what they believe is righteous and good. Right. Take responsibility to do good yourself. It's not the government's job to do good. Right. They approve of good. Thumbs up. Way to go. I'm not going to pull you over and terrorize you and pat you down and scan you and screen you and ask for your ID. We're not going to do all of that because you're an innocent citizen. Right. We're going to approve of a way to go. Done. That's the ideal. But if Christians want to see this ever happen, they're going to need to repent themselves. They're going to have to do the good works that God has ordained for them to do, Mm -hmm. not turn it over to the state to do it. That's right. Do it yourself. Get to work. Do what God's called you to do. Amen. So look, hey, Pastor Stewart, you know, who's going to fix the roads then? (laughs) But my roads. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of God and Government. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll be back again next week, or maybe even later today, um, for another episode as we continue to walk through Romans chapter 13. Uh, If you'd like to find other resources from us, you can check anywhere on our archives, wearechristchurch.com, or any place that you find podcasts. You can also email me at stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, at wearechristchurch.com if you have any questions or have any other things that you would like to see us talk about in the future. Thank you again so much for joining with us and we will see you next time.